And we're back for part two of Potterhead Podcast 2.0, episode one. Everybody say hi. 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 Jordan, say hi. Stop hi. spying on the bee that's outside the window. I'm trying to see if they're like going to <laughs> Ooh, there's some guy and we think he's trying to steal Jordan's house. No, oh, he's taking the for sale sign away. Ooh, somebody bought the house across the street, everybody. Is it the Coke house? No, yes, it, no. Yeah, it is the Coke house. I thought maybe they were like... <laughs> No, the people who lived in that house, they had cocaine in their couch. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was big drama. Bridget and were watching okay. it. Courtney and I were at the Target on the phone with Serena to make sure nobody was getting shot by, like, coke thieves. It was a good time. But that doesn't really relate to Harry Potter. So. you never know. This is true. Maybe there's a couch full of cocaine somewhere in the Harry Potter world. It was in the Gryffindor common room. Probably, you know. That's what those wizarding, those Weasley wizard wheezes were, actually. They're like nosebleed nougats and stuff. That's that the secret ingredient. Okay. Where is Mystery solved. Mystery solved. The Weasleys are lacing her products with cocaine. No, not anymore. Not anymore, yeah. Well, yeah, not anymore. Sad. Sad. So our main discussion today, even though it's like a year late, is about Deathly Hallows. So, what was everybody's overall reaction to Deathly Hallows? You know, the thing is, I read it so quickly, I don't think I fully absorbed it until, like, a long time after I read it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I totally missed, like, Colin Creevy dying, I missed Ron and Hermione finally kissing, because I was just like, I mean, it's like a whole page! It's a whole page, and I didn't, I just, I don't know if I, like, skipped it or what, but I definitely missed it when I first read the book. And then I felt like really, I was like, what? This happened afterwards? <laughs> I can't believe I missed that, man. Yeah, that's lame, dude. I know, I suck at reading. <laughs> Hooked on phonics obviously didn't work for me. <laughs> Ashley can't read. <laughs> no. Lisa, what do you think? What did I think about the book in general? <laughs> yeah, in general. Um, I, I liked it. Mm. I didn't really like the ending, but I guess we were talking about that a little bit later. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. The very, very ending, but... Yeah. The yeah. epilogue, as it were. I have lots of feelings about that. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney's ready to go. Jordan, what did you think of it? The book or the, the ending? The book. I liked it. I liked how it was long enough to get all... Like, they just got everything in there that you needed, you know? Like, I don't know. My favorite part was Ron and Hermione kiss, though. Yeah, same. Oh, I, I have to say, it it's really hard to hold. Like, I have the UK version. That's much more handable, because they're... Handleable. Yeah, yeah but the UK version's cover art is so dumb. Yeah, the cover art's lame, and there's not pictures like of the chubber, cover bleh, of the chapters. But it's I like the proportions of it. Yeah. It's easy to hold in one hand. What you've only read one book, Bridget, ever? <laughs> yeah. Silly Bridge. So I liked it. I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, it's what I was expecting. It's what I wanted. I mean, do I think it's the best? We'll get to that in a little bit. But I mean, I I enjoyed it. I waited outside for like two hours and the mean mailman wasn't gonna give it to me i was like okay old man do not mess with me you don't understand i like was chased by bees it was a horrible experience that's gonna be me on august 2nd actually you at the twilight party yes you waiting waiting for your twilight to come to you yeah i bought courtney twilight for her birthday we're not talking about twilight jordan said no twilight maybe you all can start a twilight podcast like my cast jordan's in Oh, yes. Jordan's excited now. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tabitha will join it with you guys. I could go on could. Awesome. You could. Well, you should go to the party and talk about who, what's no, that I'm marry. No, I'm not going to the party. Jordan's not good. I'm not going to give in. You're not going <laughs> to I'm going. I don't care. 
Yeah, I'm Courtney's going. like, F that. I'm going to Barnes & Noble I like party. it, but I don't want anybody else to know I like it that much. Oh, well, now all of Italy knows, so. Italy doesn't care. Italy doesn't judge. They don't judge in Italy. They just like people who they are. So, yeah, I liked it. It was good. I mean, I, like, read it, like, in three hours. No, I read it in five hours. It took me, like, seven to read half book Fritz. And I actually had a fridge. I was ready to go. I had aspirin, like, five Cokes, pretzels. It was a big deal. I'm just not leaving this room. You your hamburger upstairs. I know I read it one night. You did, Bridget. You did bring me a hamburger. Like, if I had a catheter, I would have done that, so I wouldn't have to go to a bathroom. Wow. Like, that's how dedicated I was to finishing that book. So... Favorite passages, parts, events. We know Jordan loves the Hermione Ron makeout. Oh. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I loved Pottercast. I thought that was real clever. Like, I don't know if that was Joe purposefully acknowledging the fandom and all like the podcasts and anything, but I loved Pottercast. Yeah, or Potterwatch. Potterwatch. And I loved how like they had those names, like Remus was like Romulus or something. Like their names were all like plays on their real names. Yeah. And, like, the Weasleys were like, oh, I'm this guy. No, I'm this guy. Like, there wasn't any consistency to who they were. <laughs> I loved yeah. Potter Watch. And, I mean, it was such a good book. I mean, that opening chapter was really creepy. I remember the opening Like, chapter. they had that, the Muggle Studies teacher was, like, hanging over a table. And, like, oh, then yeah. Voldemort was just like, hey, let's die. And uh, she died. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Snape flying and Voldemort flying? I'm not cool with this. I am really scared for this in the movie. I liked finding out about the whole Snape Lily storyline. I did, and I absolutely hate that storyline. Really? I am not a fan of Snape and Lily. I'm not. Well, it was basically just Snape, Lily, not like Snape and Lily, because yeah, they Lily were just didn't feel it. She wasn't there. She was no. a little creepy. But like, I love that like great twist where like you thought Petunia was always referring to James, but she said, "Oh, that boy told you know yeah. Lily about the the Azkaban." And, that boy is Snape. And you were like, WTF. I did not see that coming. Well, so, and people say Joe didn't actually write these things. I mean, those little bits of foreshadowing are amazing. Yeah. There's no way that she didn't write these books. Books and books and books ago, she had plenty of little tiny things like that. Little tiny things. And yeah. now you look at them and you're like, oh, she knew what was going on here. It's ridiculous how well planned it all is. These books are so well planned, man. I couldn't write a book like this. And she's actually so unorganized, too. I know. I don't. Her brain must be pretty organized then. I mean, yeah. we saw her house in that biography episode. <laughs> that room looked pretty messy. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good book. So, see, favorite things from the book. We've Potterwatch, which is good. The Ron Hermione kiss. I mean, come on. Harry and Ginny at the beginning. Oh, my God. She, oh. like, offered her body to She did, man. Kiss. That was pretty... <laughs> Yeah, and, like, Ron, of course, has to walk in and, like... Way to go, Ron. Yeah, he's yeah, nice. And Hermione's like, let's get out of here! I finally get my Ron to Harry Potter and Ron to be quite Watson. the steamy scene before. I know, man. I was like, what? Ooh, I'm giving you your birthday present, Harry! <laughs> there's, there's no sex in Harry Potter. <laughs> there almost was. <laughs> it's 323, Bridget. That was, like, hardcore. Foreshadowing what they did after... Well, they, 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 I mean, they had kids, so obviously. Obviously, there is sex somewhere. <laughs> but, and, like, that whole scene at the wedding when, like, what's his name? Kingsley's, like, Patronus shows up, and he's, like, the minister's dead, the ministry's fallen, like, run, and everyone's, like, flipping out. And, yeah. uh, and like, Hermione, you know, has clothes and everything. Like, she's ready to go. Yeah. Like, she's I been ready. Be a death, like, other books other than, uh, 
That scene had better be in the movie. There's got to be a wedding so we can see that cool, like, everything going crazy after the wedding thing. Because that scene was awesome. None of the books are like the movie. How come none of the books are like the movie, Bridge? Because they're late. Because Steve Clovis is a hack. Um, we should start our own podcast. Steve Clovis is a hack. Talk about all the things he does wrong. I wonder what other movies he's written. Probably nothing because he's a hack. Probably. While we're talking, I'm going to MDiv Steve Clovis. Thank God for is it IMDb. Or I'm not sure. I hope. Let's find out what it is and let's pronounce it like incorrectly forever. Just to like get at him, even though, you know. Angelina's in. Jolie's in the hospital. What? What? Is she having them babies finally? Jolie in hospital. No divorce for Madonna and Guy Ritchie. That's a bummer. They've only been like getting divorced for like what five years now. Something like that. Every other week, it's like, hey, guess what? Madonna and her husband hate each other. Let's it's, see. You get your celebrity gossip and Harry Potter. I know. We're an all-purpose podcast. Yeah, Clovis wrote Goblet of Fire. Um, he wrote Wonder Boys. I never saw that. The Fabulous Baker Boys. Never oh, seen that no. either. Uh, I saw Driving Lessons on TV the other day. It was fantastic. Oh, oh I, was, I love, I the, I love the part at the end where he's like, F off, Sarah. I've never seen it. Really cool. Julie is checked into a Nietzsche France hospital where she will remain until she gives birth to twins. Okay, she hasn't had the babies yet. I mean, I'm not interested until those things pop out. Why did, like, like on the tablets they're saying, like, oh, she's going to adopt more kids after she has twins. I'm like, Seriously? She has, like, what, seven? Something like that. They have way too many. Plus a neutral child. Neutral child. Like, they have a neuter baby? <laughs> Neutered babies. Yay! Hey, Heidi Montag sings what? That's yeah. Justin designs ugly clothes. What? Who? Justin Timberlake? You know, I wouldn't mind her so much if Spencer wasn't such a... See, you watch this crap, what? Courtney. I I hey, I shirtless do. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, of course. He, has a shirt. he doesn't own a shirt, does he? Ashley. I don't think so. I don't think he does. I don't think so either. Hey, there's a... They're going to name a theater in honor of Heath Ledger in his hometown. Maybe they'll show Batman there. They better because Ashley. yeah. Ashley. Back to Harry Potter though. Ashley, yeah, I'm about to say you know so uh, who cried the most? Where? Uh, okay, so where did everybody cry the most in Death Valley? Don't say you didn't because everybody who I, read this I book did. cried. Courtney Marie Flannery, you're not That's Marie, not but I'm going with face. Marie. When Dobby died. Courtney Brian Flannery, you did not cry when reading this so book. No, no. I not even I, almost. Well, I almost cried. I didn't cry when Dobby died. Though. You didn't. I couldn't see the page. I mean, it was so bad. And uh, here lives Dobby, a free elf, and Harry dug the grave with a shovel like a human. That, yes, Bridget. I mean, that was so powerful right there, man. Where did you almost cry, Courtney? Uh, yeah. uh, but, like, when, uh, like, at the end when Lupin and, uh, Tonks were dead. That, that was, was that so was sad. Oh, oh yeah. God, I forgot about that. Oh! <laughs> like they're not even afforded a death scene. It's like they're just there with the other faceless dead oh, people. Oh God, I hate that. I know. I know. Jordan totally you forgot that. Take over for you. <laughs> Bridget's gonna hop in. Tag team Jordan for the podcast. I'm here. Where did you cry the most, Jordan? Dobby. Dobby. When Dobby died. I just not sorry. Where Court or Alicia? You? Where are you crying the most? Um, I cried when. Weasley's died, obviously. Then, like, that whole scene really... Oh, no, no, like, I, I cried when Weasley died. Oh, I didn't cry when George died. Really? I didn't. Well, like, I was, like, still in crying mode. Died, and, like, 
like in the final battle. I'm I like, was really no. confused by that scene. I read that those like few paragraphs like three times because I wasn't, I didn't know what was happening. Like, I don't want to read this now. Jordan does. I'll have it for you. One of the Weasley parents didn't die. I was expecting that. I, was expecting I thought that. one of them was going to die. Yeah. I mean, I thought either Lupin or Tonks. I wasn't thinking both. Yeah, but, like, Joe's reasoning, I mean, I can accept that they both had to die for, like, well, a but circle. I don't, like, I don't like the parallelism with yeah. that. Like, I think that's stupid. I don't, what, I don't parallelism? think it's needed. The parallelism that Joe wanted um, Teddy Tonks to be, he's like Harry. They both are orphaned because their parents were both killed by Voldemort. But there's a difference in, like, between how Teddy is raised with loving parents and loving friends, and he's raised in a really good, loving atmosphere when Harry wasn't. Yeah. And she wanted to show that, you know, an orphan like Harry could, you know, have this great life that Harry didn't have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, that was yeah. her reasoning behind it. I wasn't a huge fan of it either. It was that or Arthur Weasley, okay, guys? So you can choose how you would have wanted this to go. That's true. Either you lose Arthur Weasley in Order of the Phoenix, or you lose T Lupin and Tonks. And you have this really nice, happy story. With Harry as the godfather. <laughs> you don't get to pick and choose. I actually think I might have cried the most in the forest when Harry was, like, you know, going to his death, basically. Oh, yeah, I cried there, too. Oh, God, God I want to reread this book. It's so depressing. It is. I mean, you know, with the stone and, like, asking if it's going to hurt. Oh, that was bad. I knew he wasn't going to die, though. I thought he was. Yeah. I was there. I was like, you know what? He, he needs to die. I'm okay with you if he lives. Like there's, I'm not too gonna much, there's too many pages after this for him to die. That's true. So, like, let's see. The ending of the book minus prequel. How are we feeling about that? I think it was a good ending minus the Minus the, the epilogue. Epilogue. Yeah, epilogue. The epilogue was just, yeah. I love the last line of the epilogue, though. All was well. I mean. All is well. It ends well. All is well. It ends well, right, Bridget? I thought it could have been fan fiction, and I hated it. Absolutely. I thought it could have been better written, not quite yeah. so, like, now it's what you see, like, Severus, blah, 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 like, sweet full name. Oh, the, yeah, seriously, I have the piece of flair. Harry Potter needs a friggin' baby dic name dictionary. Seriously? Yeah. Like, oh, I, know. I couldn't like, keep track of these the kids. Names? She could have told us the names afterwards, because I just was so I couldn't awkward. keep track of who was who, and whose kids are whose kids. I was getting confused. Who's Victoire? Like, and Bugglemet and found a fan fiction and said, this looks good, and used it. Like, <laughs> It well, was. like, it's not it what really I was, was expecting. So I was wanting a list. That's what I was thinking was going to be a list. Luna Lovegood uh, did this. You know, the Weasley that lived did this. I would have liked a list better. I would have liked That's what I wanted. I wanted a list. This is what everyone like did. Like a whole epilogue to movie thing. Like, it's like they're... Montage. Like, yeah, they're like the end of a face. movie. Yeah, smiling face. Yeah, like Legally Blonde. At the end of Legally Blonde during the graduation ceremony. That's what I wanted. Freeze frame with a little bit of info. That's yeah. what I, I, didn't, I didn't want this weird... I didn't want, like, a story. Fake. I mean, it was nice to see that, you know, Harry was happy and everything. I mean, that so was nice. Awkward. And he married Ginny. Um, and Ginny, like, played Quidditch Not for, you. like... And nah, nah, nah. I liked knowing that everyone got married and you was happy. I don't know. It seems like it was almost a too happy ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everything worked out too perfectly. Yeah, like, this whole this big dramatic depressing book and then in the end it's suddenly like but everybody that lived lived happily ever after but he's not best friends with draco which is good yeah that's good they just give like you know the like what's up head nod to each other yeah, not like what's up draco what's up? your mom Happy. saved my life what's up did lucius die i don't remember i think he just i think he just no, like disappeared kind of yeah whose mom saved whose life remember narcissa after like that harry comes hard. back from king's cross Voldemort sends Narcissa to see if Harry's dead, yeah. and he's not, and, Nar and like he tells Narcissa, you know, don't tell him, and Narcissa's like, you know what, 
I'm not going to tell because, you know, if I do, like, I don't want anything bad to happen to Draco. So, like, Harry needs to get rid of Voldemort. <laughs> like, Narcissa, like, the, she's only out to save her kid. And Harry getting rid of Voldemort saves Draco. Yeah. So, so even the people that are on the bad side are still, like... Are still on the good side. They're not horrible people. Well, except for Lucius. Lucius is just nasty. Okay, well, moments. yeah, Lucius is an exception. You know, He's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Best of the series. What are we thinking? Book five. My favorite. Um, oh, wait. Sorry, I still like three. Are we saying if book seven <laughs> well, is the best? I totally misheard what you said. I, I, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, do we best think book seven is the best? Not, not sure what to make of that, but... Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, Entertainment no, Weekly has picked Goblet of Fire as their number two classic, new classic novel. I like Goblet of Fire. I think we're going to go with Goblet of Fire, actually. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with Order the Phoenix or Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I really think Half-Blood Prince. I think Phoenix is way too long. Phoenix is way I too long. I liked it. See, that's what the movie like did. Phoenix is my least favorite book, but after seeing the movie, movie, I wanted to read that book again. And I, it's my least I favorite. I think six is the best. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Chamber's my least favorite. Although, like, from a writing standpoint, like, there's a lot of stuff that Joe does in seven that is really good. There's a lot of really good, like, phrase usage and word usage in seven. So, I mean, technically, maybe seven is the best of the series. Personally, I don't, I don't, like, plot-wise, I don't think it's the best for me. But technically, I think it might be. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in there. Like, the opening with those two quotes... The, from like poems or like old plays, whatever they were, and like how she incorporates those Bible verses into the tombstones and got and uh, Godric's Hollow. Like there was a lot of really good stylistic. It's, stuff I need to read it again. I just like it's so. Yeah, stylistically, epic. it's really good. It but is. As far as content goes, I yeah. Don't think well, a lot of those like you know leaked reviews were like, oh, like Joe Rowling's lame and she doesn't have very good style. Whatever. And, like, I guess everyone, like, at first it was cool to like Harry Potter, and now it's cool to not like Harry Potter. I hate reviews that are like, this is not going to be a class, we forget it. I'm like, no, if no, people want to read it, then it doesn't have to be some stupid, like, flowery. I hate books that are all about, like, look at the symbols I can make. No. Well, this leads in this has a lot of symbols to our will they or won't they, which is one of our regular segments. Will the series still be as popular 10 years from now? We've already reached the 10 year yeah. anniversary this September of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Being released, yeah. there's this big 10th anniversary edition which I've already pre-ordered. I mean, so I mean, it's obviously been going strong for 10 years already. Will it still be as popular, or like you know, still kind of relevant in 10 years? Well, it's hard to say because within this 10-year span, there have been more books coming yeah. out. Like we so don't really have anything. We have like, um, we have like the movies going until like what 2010. We have the theme park right. opening in 2010. But so many, they're so readable, and they're not, they're not, like, dated at all, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, they're not topical. Just read the theme park and the movies, that'll keep it going, and, like, also lead on to a whole new generation of this fans. This is true. I think. Yeah, My kids need to be I don't really see the hype about Harry Potter dying down anytime yeah. soon. Well, I think I'm going to be mean, and, like, if my kids start reading Harry Potter, I'm going to make them wait like I had to between books. Like, uh -huh. they can get one through four in one go, but then they have to wait, like, four years for five, and then they have to wait, like, two years in between five for six, and two years between six or seven. I think I might do that. Yeah, it's going to depend, because if people who are really into it now are letting their kids read it as they yeah. get older, then, then it will. But if people kind of push it aside, that's going to be, it's, it's kind of up in the air. I think it'll be popular as popular. I don't know. But well, I mean, it's a morality tale. Morality tales never go out of style. I think it'll definitely be a classic. Maybe not, sure. like, popular. Oh, my God, it's on all bestseller lists, but I still think it'll be classic. More so than Twilight. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's not get into that. Yeah, but it's a, it's a morality tale. Morality tales don't like go out of style. It's a good versus evil story where good wins, and it's that whole like Lord of the Rings thing where like you know one guy can really make it. I mean, Lord of the Rings is fifty years old and it's still popular. Yeah. Well, and Harry Potter's like so. It's and really Harry Potter's easy. a lot it's, more accessible than yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's accessible. It's easy to read, so younger people can read it. And older it people is can a lot enjoy easier it. to read than yeah. Lord of the Rings is. That book is like. It's 30 pages of nothing. Let's read about the Council of Elrond. That, where nothing happens literally for 32 pages. I remember when Harry Potter first became really popular, I thought that it was going to be kind of a fad, but it isn't. Yeah, fifth grade, good times. Claire Oppie oh, yeah. lended her books out to everybody. On the bus, I used to read a chapter on a bus. <laughs> but your bus ride was like two seconds. Exactly, I read really fast. Oh no, you went to Mayflower, so it was like 10 minutes. <laughs> It was between Mayflower and McCutcheon. Oh, those, they're such good books. I hope they're still popular. So now our Have It Your Way segment. What didn't happen in Deathly Hallows that you would have liked to happen? I personally wanted to know what the hell that veil is. Still. Me too. I'm same way. Uh, like, what is that? Is it Execution Chamber? What is it? I don't get it. I mean, I think that might have been a big dropping the ball on Joe's part. Like, let's introduce this big magical thing. Let everybody think it's this, you know, really important thing, and then maybe never that come was to her again. point that like Sirius dies, and it's not something that's explainable. It just happens. Yeah, maybe. It just happens. or death is like that sometimes. You just die, and it's not happening. Obviously, like caused instant death for something. Sirius dies. Bridget thinks is sad. Way to spoil the book. Tabitha May Frigi spoiled that for me. She flipped to the page, said Sirius dies, and threw the book back at me. I Snape seriously kills never... Dumbledore and the whole crux is a Snape fake. kills Dumbledore, her crux is a fake. Yep, good times. At my freshman orientation, we came in, and all the boys' dorms had signs saying, Dylan Hall killed Dumbledore. And Dylan Hall? Because Dylan Hall is, like, the name of the hall. Dylan oh, Hall. Oh, they or killed Dumbledore. Snape kills Dumbledore. What? No, you ruined the series! <laughs> Leisha, what happened? What didn't happen that you would have wanted to happen? Um, I, I guess she explained it afterwards, after the book was written, but I was kind of like you. In the end, I wanted to know more about some of the characters. Not necessarily like a plotline that I really wanted to happen, but yeah. I wanted to know more about what happened to some of the characters. You know, I just, I kind of came to love a lot of them so much. I wanted to know exactly what happened. Yeah. I Courtney? Yeah? What, do you, what didn't happen that you would have wanted to happen? Just like the end, Captain I would have liked to know about more characters. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, I think everything was pretty well tied up at the end. So, mm -hmm. you know, I really think that's the only thing. I mean, I think that's why the epilogue takes place 19 years in the future. So, like, she can cap it off. It's not like a, you know, oh, it ends here, and you can all decide what happens. You know, like it happens there. I'm glad she didn't epilogue, but I just wish it. Yeah, like she's in control of what happened to her characters, not like other people, which is good. Yeah. So now our one question segment. I don't know why we have this segment, but we do. What's one question you want to ask Joe Rowling now that the series is over? Mm. I want to ask her thoughts on like, what was her motivation to write the ending like that because it was just a disappointment to me. Yeah. The whole series was like the biggest disappointment <laughs> is the way that epilogue was. And I want to know like what her reasoning was like for WTF that. Joe Rowling. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just didn't really know what what do you got, Courtney? What kind of questions you want to ask Joe Rowling? I mean, I, honestly, the same thing. Like, or, um, you know, just how writing the book, if there was uh, increased pressure with each book, if she had things completely in her head. Well, I, there were all I, those know, rumors that, like, after book four that, like, the reason five took so long is because she had writer's block and 
she couldn't pump out this story and like that's not really it there's all that like oh she can't handle the pressures of harry potter because five was freaking long it's like man. eight it's what 900 pages long you don't i couldn't write that it would take me more than five years to write that or more than four yeah. jordan you got any questions you want to ask jordan i just want to ask her like did you feel you had to put this epilogue in? Because it looks like you wrote it, like... Well, remember right she said she wrote to... it before she started writing the book, so she knew that it would... She knew the ending, so she could she get there. She should have went back and revised it. Well, she should have, like, not put it in, just kept her own personal records. And then yeah. And didn't say, like, have, like, a family tree or something. Like, seriously, like, I I don't... loved how in that, like, UK thing, she just busted out a family tree, like, right there. She busted yeah. out, like, everybody's family trees, oh like, on a dime. I I actually like the epilogue. I'm not gonna lie. I want to ask her why she decided, or if there's things she wanted, to, what things she wanted to put in, but just wouldn't. Fit. Yeah. Like the Dean Thomas stuff, I wouldn't. Yeah, like the stuff about. that's on her website about like yeah. Molly Weasley's cousin, all those random little plot yeah. points. I think that I I would want, I still want to know what that veil was like. If yeah. I want to know, but why I mean, it was there? I liked the epilogue personally. I would want to know all about Luna. I want a story. I want a series about Luna Lovegood. Luna, I just like a babysitter's club or something like a big series about the like misadventures of Luna Lovegood. I saw. Lu I just watched um, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix on TV and Luna, like when she first enters, I just burst out laughing. I love she's her. So good. I'm gonna write the misadventures of Luna Lovegood. I'm gonna do it. Make it fan fiction time. Woo -woo. I am writing. I'm gonna start fan fiction series about Luna Lovegood and her quest for Nargles. That's the first one. Luna Lovegood and the hunt for Nargles. There you go. That's going to be huge. It's going to be huge, like Luna The Apprentice. All righty. Well, I think that wraps up the show for today. Um, let's see. You can email us, potterheadpodcast at yahoo.com. That's our email. We have a Facebook group, and we have a Facebook fan page. You all should be fans of the show. Um, what else we got? We got myspace.com slash potterheadpodcast. We got, and I think that's all the community outlets we have. Um <laughs> I think that is. Our show's not very, you know, out there. In the, uh... I think we've covered most of our bases. And I thought we had something else, but yeah, I don't think we do. Sites, so We're not like, you know, the MuggleCast with the YouTube, the MySpace, the Crapper, the Last FM. We don't have any of that kind of stuff. We're low-key. Well, we could get a Last FM. We should. Maybe. We have the MySpace and the Facebook and the email. Oh, no, we have a website. Uh, Geocities.com slash Potterhead Podcast, I think. I should really work on that some more. The website, I made that while I was at school. Like, I got bored, so I was like, hey, I'm going to make the website for the podcast. Then, of course, there's our main site, geocities.com slash Potterhead360 for the Potterhead place. Good website. So, I think that's all. Anybody have anything they want to say? Bye. Bridget says bye. Jordan, while you're flipping through my Vogue, you got anything you want to add? I love Harry Potter, but now I'm afraid to reread them because it's going to be so da emotionally damaging. It is. I'm going to start reading the second book yeah. next summer. Go ahead, Bridget. Read it now. What do next you got? Summer. Anything, Leisha? Anything you want to say to people? Bye. Do you like books? Because Courtney likes books. I love books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that like... I'm going to make that the title of this podcast, I think. I love books. <laughs> Courtney Flannery. I love yeah, books. Thanks. Thanks for that one. No prob. So... I think that's it. Bye-bye. I'm Ashley Freegy. Bridget Freegy. Are we supposed to say your name? Yes, you're supposed to say your name. I don't say my last name. Well, Jordan then she's blank. Jordan, and I'm she's Ashley. Jordan Blank. Bridget. Courtney, be careful. You know, don't go off on any wizarding adventures unless you're properly prepared. This is true. Have all your provisions in line before you leave. Stay away from vampires.
transition out of this. Uh, Alicia? She's Alicia. I'm bringing bye. So, I guess that's it. So bye everybody. Bye. Bye. bye.